it's recharge week here on uh that's right Nerds podcast we took a week off to recharge get the steam back rolling yeah and bring you the best possible product we can in this short amount of time that we're allotted on the internet i'm yeah gary. we have to keep a tight 90 today tight 90 i'm gary that's david this is the beers and beards podcast if you would take a second Maybe I should be asking this up front instead of the end. <laughs> yeah, people turn us off like five, ten minutes <laughs> in at max. Take a second. Check us out on our social medias. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and now YouTube. Facebook. <laughs> Only old people use Facebook. We're going to do something in the uh, metaverse. We're going to do a show in the metaverse. We can have people show up to our show like a crowd, right? We can do that. Yeah. Should we build something on... Uh, Do we need Oculus Rift? Roblox. Have you ever played Roblox? No. Hmm. I've seen, I've seen like, people, like, I don't watch people on the internet, but I've seen other people play it. And uh, it's one of those things, too, that um, I saw, like, I was reading people are, you know, our age. I mean, you're much older than me, but people that... <laughs> much older than you? We're not natives to the metaverse, just, like... No, just like even you aren't weren't a native to necessarily the internet. I mean, that's how old you are. You had the internet when you were you were playing. The internet came on discs when I was a (laughs) kid. AOL. You had to have a phone line. Like your mom couldn't call your grandma if you were up until I was in college. That's how it was. Yeah. Well, you're still in college. Yeah. Also, check out our website, beers beardspod.com yes oh and give us a like share subscribe that's probably the best thing you could do for us yeah tell us if you like it tell somebody yeah i I gotta apologize straight up the i i've got a uh a sampling today and i show i got uncle mike hooked us up shout out uncle mike yeah did you already drink all three of those no no but (laughs) i just realized I asked David, I was like, are you interested in trying these? He's like, man, I, I do the Basil Hayden. And then I just, I actually poured all the Basil Hayden out. Oh, that's but, okay. I always see that one and we'll talk about it. But that, that's mm-hmm. the one that I just can't pull the trigger on something with bourbon that I'm not like, I'm like, I'm, I might like it. I might try it once. Okay. And then, Side piece. and then it'll sit on the back of my, <laughs> my bourbon shelf. Yeah. We'll see how, how this goes here in a little bit. Yeah. Side piece. If we you got like lots it, of news to talk about. Don't tell Angie. Are you on on bourbon quarantine or on no. bourbon budgeting? <laughs> no, I actually just got my uh, my bud my uh, bonus. So, oh, you know what that means? David will spend half his bonus, and if everybody else can contribute half, he'll take me to Cedar Point this year, and we're gonna ride yes. all the roller coasters. We're doing that anyway. Yeah, we'll go buy some merch. I may buy buy me a little uh, crop top to wear to cedar point <laughs> yeah the uh yeah you'll be you'll have the, the summer body by that time yeah uh so i'm we do, scrolling we do facebook where we do need to both wear beers and beards like matching t-shirts when we go like at, you ever see those couples where it's like hold up found return to jim and or return to you know whatever old lady name kathy and beers then and beards fanny packs oh that would be good i'll have to look and see if we can get fanny packs I mean, we can get we can have somebody put some sticker on it or something. I mean, we can do that, but I want like embroidered. Okay, I'm I'm scrolling Facebook. Okay, 
and I see this ad. One of my friends shares this post from Bluegrass Distillers. I never really heard of them. Right? Okay. They got bluegrass, bur- I don't know. It's, it sounds like a bluegrass MMA copy in the bourbon world, but anyway. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I click on the link. They're talking about expanding into different states and all this stuff. They're like seven years old. And then the founder comes on. It's a dude I went to high school with. Really? Who we used to work at like fucking NASA. And he's a bluegrass distiller. Shout out Ben Franzini. Holly ben Franklin? Boy. Is that what you ben said? Ben Franzini. Oh. I was going to say you went to high school with Ben Franklin. Uh, a couple of Ben Franklin. So what? So what? They have, they, they, they make their, their own, own bourbon. bourbon? Yeah. Bluegrass distiller. So maybe we, maybe I'll reach out to my old friend Ben. I ain't, I ain't talking like 25 years since we were in high school. He's Just tell him you're now. He graduated with my sister. This motherfucker went to NASA. Yeah. Like lived in New York and shit. Like, like what the hell are you doing? Trying to make a bourbon <laughs> company bourbon. in 2023, bro. Like what? him and Peyton Manning. Yeah. So we got lots of fun things to get into this week. Uh, again, appreciate everybody that in the absence, still download, still listen. We actually, I, we have more downloads when we don't do a podcast. I, it, Does that say it, something about us? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They're binging all the old episodes. Um, you know, being the bourbon influencers that we are, I get a lot of bourbon emails. Granted, most of those emails I've signed up for. <laughs> yeah, you do, you have. But I I don't know if you got this as well. But the, one of my favorite bourbons, Old Forster, I get a new I get a press release from them, and it's yeah. a s- sleep easy. Did you get it? No. So it's a it's a sleep easy announcement, and it, it's basically an Airbnb or VRBO listing. And before I read any further into, it, I'm like, bro, that'd be awesome. It's on Whiskey Row down in Louisville, hip little spot. I'm like, dude, I'm in. And then I read. The fine print. You ready for this fine print, ladies <laughs> yeah, and gentlemen? What's the fine print? Fine print. Three night minimum stay, which I get it. You know, okay. uh, you can stay up to five nights. That's Wednesday through Sunday. It's limited availability, so you got to go to VRBO to check the listing. Five hundred dollars a night, so minimum fifteen hundred dollars. And I'm I'm sure there's cleaning fee. I, I don't know what all goes into that. I'm not really yeah. yeah. It hurt my heart really to see it that way. And then two get two guests. Like I five hundred dollars, this better be a big place, but it says two guests. Yeah. So uh, it's a sleep easy. So anyway, available while supplies last. Um okay. they they can refuse you, see terms and conditions. But the the one thing that's on here is one hundred percent of the money they make from that goes to charity. That's good. So, do you get any the, bourbon with that? I don't know. We'll have to look into that. Let's we'll go. See if, we'll see. If you put it on the corporate credit card. Uh, in the yeah. same, in the same, like the next day, I get they released the uh, Old Forester Seventeen series back in December, and they've came out with Warehouse H, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the symbolic um, H is the symbolic growth after World War Two. Uh, the construction on Warehouse H began in 1946, and it houses about 50,000 barrels, David. Mm. Four stories, eight chamber warehouse was designed to be heat cycled in the winter months when temperatures dropped below 60 degrees and the maturation process ceased. Warehouse H is unusual in its heat cycling profile, 
with the first floor sometimes hitting the highest temperatures. That That's doesn't the that that defies science, right? Yeah, is it underground? <laughs> I don't know. Is it a cave? Um, but you can. It's available, and I don't know if there's any left. This was this was last week. This was supposed to be last week's news. But you can buy it exclusively at the distillery uh, and online. There. You can buy gotcha. it online. You can buy it online from them. Okay. Um, retail price $119, which may not be bad. Listen, I've had four Old Forster selections, and I would tell you they're all great. Old Forster 86, I, I put on uh, my boy uh, Jerry Handy of the podcast not really he's my friend yeah uh he's like man what's a good bourbon I said, dude you can't go wrong with old forester 86 cheap 86 proof and it'll get you drunk and he came <laughs> back he's like hey you know what old forester 86 was legit we've actually had five different old foresters on the show oh because we had some in the taste test didn't we yeah episode 19 you had old forester 86 oh still one of my favorites Episode 46, you had Old Forester Statesman. Mm -hmm. Episode 81, we were live at Streetside. We had Old Forester 2019 Birthday Bourbon. 87, you had Old Forester 1870. And then episode 95, you had Old Forester 1920 Prohibition Style, which I think mm -hmm. that was some that I gave you. Yes. That's like the high proof. That one's good, but it's it's high proof. So. It'll run your, it'll run your uh, Prius. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. It's something about when like the brands that I feel attached to, because let's be honest, Old Forester Statesman. I don't know if I'll ever drink it again, just because like the, and I drank like half a bottle that night. I did two podcasts that night. I we just learned about my son oh, being yeah. diagnosed with autism. Bro, I went in. I puked up a turkey sandwich afterwards. <laughs> like it was a whole thing, but uh, like that one, it was good. That's why I kept drinking it. But two, it's like, it's like, it's meaningful to me. Right. Like that's, I, yeah. I can attach that to. Do you to, still have, you still have like half the bottle or you already drank all of the rest oh, of it? I finished it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I have like 70 bottles that have that much taken out of it. And then there's a very few certain, like I can tell you Penelope won't last very long. Um, there's certain bottles that I'll just know that when I take a notion, I'm going to drink them till they're gone. Yeah. Cause I like it, you know, and you like what you like and everything's subjective. And I want people to like, if you're a high proof bourbon guy, that's your thing. Or you could be like me. I wish you'd be like me and get on that soft palate <laughs> yeah. as, uh, or, you know, my, um, my, my girlish taste buds. And Uncle Mike hooked me up right off the bat with some 80 proof. Now, remember last episode, Penelope, yeah. 80 proof? The first one I saw was not 80 proof, though. <laughs> it was uh, 130 plus proof. So, oh, you're talking about the, yeah. See, I don't know. <laughs> I may give that to you because that's a that's a unicorn bourbon, right? Yeah. Bag Junior's a unicorn. It's hard right. to get. So I'm super grateful to Mike for, for hooking me up. He also hooked my mom up with, he went, the old school barbecue Fritos. Oh yeah. He found three bags of those and got them from my mom. I guess they run in cycles. I don't know. The but. barbecue Fritos. Yeah. I see the chili cheese ones. All right. Time. That you see those, but you don't, and you see the honey barbecue twist. 
but yeah. you don't see the old school just barbecue. The, I think we've mentioned this before, but the honey barbecue twist, one of the most underrated chip. They're not potato Facts. chips, but chip. Did you know, chip. and you may know this, I found this out today. I've not fact checked it, so do your own research. <laughs> okay. But the Pringle, that Lay's sued Pringles because they said they were the perfect chip. Like you get the perfect chip every time and they proved that they weren't really? a chip. Yeah. They're not. They're like potato. Potato powder. Yeah. And then they form like they form them into chips. Well, that's messed up. That listen, that's your. Uh, <laughs> no wonder how they're so anymore. perfect. You know the guy who invented Pringles. He's from Cincinnati, and he was buried. His ashes were put in a Pringles can. That sounds made up. That's true. It's on the <laughs> Wikipedia page for Pringles. Was, Pringles was a it was a uh, engineer for P and G local company here. Mm-hmm. Procter and Gamble. Yeah, B&G, <laughs> a.k.a. Procter & Gamble. Yeah. Uh, also, sweater. while we're talking about things from Cincinnati, I learned this today. I, I get so many insightful things while I'm at work. What What's what's going on right now? We had Fat Tuesday just a couple of days ago. Yeah. What, what's going on Ash now? Went, well, it was Ash, Ash Wednesday. Wednesday was yesterday. And then uh, Lent. Lent. Yeah. Fish so fries. During, during Lent, yeah, it's the everybody's having fish fries on Friday. Did you know that in Cincinnati – is where they created the filet of fish at a McDonald's. Yeah. It was either going to be between the filet of fish or like a fried pineapple sandwich. Yeah. The hula burger. Yeah. (laughs) They, yeah. Cause they, uh, what's his name? Ray Kroc. If you learn about the history of McDonald's or watch the movie in the sixties. Yeah. They were trying to figure out during Lent how they would, why their sales dropped by 90% on Friday. And at the time they would have, like local franchisees could add stuff to the menu. I mean, I don't think they you can do that now, but uh, yeah, guy in Cincinnati. It was actually in, uh, I think it was in the one in Montfort Heights. It was on the west side of Cincinnati. Of course, it's a west, west side, side thing. But uh, yeah, Cincinnati is the home of the filet of fish. It's the <sighs> most famous thing to ever come from Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's get, let's do another bourbon story. You know what? I'm gonna have a filet of fish just to. You're not Catholic. Yeah, but I can. But you you're gonna have one to eat it. No, I mean you gotta be. <laughs> the weirdest like... part about filet of fish is that it has cheese on it. Like who eats cheese with fish? Cheese and tartar sauce. Yeah, dude, I've been popping off some unpopular opinions. I didn't know we had a. Me and Abby did a reel, or I created a reel for our other podcast talking about how Ratatouille was the shittiest. Pixar movie and people came for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, one of one of the Pixar movies has to be the shittiest, right? But did they did they have an opinion or did they just say that you're? They said it was their favorite. Uh, well, if you say that it's not the worst, you got to have one in the worst. Probably had to be Cars. <laughs> just like airplane pilots, like not every airplane pilot can be the best. One of them has to be the worst. Right. What do you call the person who barely passes medical school? A doctor. That's right, boy. They ain't all made the same. They ain't all made the These same. Get degrees. Yeah. <laughs> These um, get doctoral degrees. But uh, out on the West Coast, David, mm-hmm. with the with the boon and just the explosion of bourbon and the way it make people act. Um, We've seen some crazy stuff. If you can recall, we had a ABC inspector in Virginia who was selling locations 
where they could get these, uh, you know, these primo bourbons. And now out in Oregon, David, yep. Oregon officials lose their job after keeping rare Pappy Van Winkle bourbon for themselves. Yeah. So they have the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission. So progressive. And now you can, I don't know if it's a commission, but like hard drugs are legal in Oregon. Did you know that? Yeah, that. but that's, that's um, like heroin. heroin squad. Yeah. Yeah. You want some heroin? There you go. Oregon. That's your state. But they concluded that the executive director, Steve Mark, shame on you, Steve, and five other agency officials had diverted sought after bourbons, including Pappy Van Winkle, 23 year old whiskey for their personal use, mm. personal use. They let the pounds of weed go by and, <laughs> and stole said, the Pappy. That's right. Pappy Gate Jr. You know what? Uh, I'm almost willing to give them a pass if they actually drink it themselves or, you know, if they're like, oh, I just want to have this on the shelf or if they're reselling it, that's even worse. But the governor said this yeah. behavior is wholly unacceptable. I would rather them do heroin. No, that's not what she said. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I will not tolerate wrongful violations of our government ethics laws. And so, uh, Acknowledge Omar, that he received preferential treatment to some extent in obtaining the whiskey as a commission employee. So yeah, apparently they still paid for the whiskey for the bourbon for the Pappy. And they thought that was cool, but spoiler alert, not cool. Not cool, bro. You will lose your job, but now they have a bottle of Pappy. But he's, but he's got a bottle of Pappy. You gay. <laughs> He was looking for a job when he found that one. Yeah. That's that's right. what, that's, everybody that's ever get fired. I was looking for a job, but I found this one. Good luck. <laughs> Never heard anyone say that. Um, so yeah, like that pro there's that's probably widespread and, and shit we'll never hear about, you know. Yeah. I've been uh binging uh, Yellowstone. I just finished season one. I don't know, have you watched Yellowstone? You uh, said just you just in clips. It looks real stupid to me. Okay. So in the show, this isn't a spoiler. It's just something that is about the show. But the, Don't they drink Weller? Uh, I haven't seen any bourbon. Yeah, I mean, there's... like I mean, I they drink whiskey, that, but it, they haven't shown what it was. They're in a car, and what's the girl's name? What's his daughter's name? Beth. Yeah, Beth's pouring like a Weller blue label. Full, pr- like, full proof? Yeah, I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. But the, in the show, they... um some of the cowboys the ones that are the old former criminals they they get branded with the actual you know brand the Dutton farms or whatever it has a y for yellowstone is there any job that you would get branded to be able to have that job krispy kreme just to work at any krispy kreme (laughs) i don't know i don't know is no i mean branded no but you get, the cowboys are built drum. different, bro. Cowboys yeah. are just built different. They're not the smartest anyway. No <laughs> offense to cowboys, but yeah, I just can't. I can't vibe with that show. I feel like Game of Thrones is closer to reality than Yellowstone. <laughs> it is a little far fetched. I will say that. Like dig your own grave, murder, and take him to the train station. All that. She's like, Come it's on, a little man. fast. Like some some shows, some shows too are like a slow burn. Not this one. It's like. Every time you turn around, someone's getting killed. Someone's throwing someone off a cliff. Like, oh, uh, what's the, what's the, the dude everybody loves? Like, rip. Yeah, rip. You're like desensitized to it. I saw rip. I saw like a commercial, and I saw rip. I was like, I can't take it serious. He was in Dazed and Confused. <laughs> yeah. The uh, 
Yeah, he's like the muscle. The muscle and, uh, of the ranch. Cole Hauser's his name. Don't not believable. <laughs> Might be a great actor. I don't know. He plays it pretty well. He's yeah. Oh. But they the the part the parts I always like is they tell like their kind of their origin story and their sh- but they're short little clips. Um but yeah, they I don't know. I feel like it's a little too, not fast. I wouldn't say fast paced, but yeah, it's, I want a little bit more of a slow burn, like story building versus just like killing people. Uh, I went for the dragons to show up though. Listen, it might happen. (laughs) Oh, this week, courtesy of uncle Mike Tabor, I'm going to have some basil Hayden red wine cask finished bourbon. And I think the only other cask wine barrel, finished i had was legent you'll have to fact check me after the episode i think think that's that's it i didn't care for it too much but now this is 80 proof was right up my alley and it's basil hayden which is in my top two bourbons that i love so uncle mike knows me well i think he even texted me when this came out i want to know if i wanted it i said no because i didn't i didn't care so he bought it for himself and then gave you some yeah oh we've done like i've bought it and sent him some like you know that's how it goes. Yeah. Listen, there's no collecting in this household. You'll not <laughs> find one. They'll be like, oh, you know, you can't drink out of that. You could open any. You come to my house right now, open any bottle you want and take a drink. Sweet. Especially the Mictors. Or and the Stone Hammer. Stone Hammer. You still have Stone Hammer? Yeah, I never drank it again. I feel like that would be a good one to, like, refill another. Like, if you want to keep the bottle of something. They changed the whole bottle. Have you seen? The, like, yeah, it's a completely different it. look now. But that if you if you have another bourbon and you want to keep the bottle, I feel like that would be a good bourbon to like pour into another bottle and say, "Oh yeah, that's that's Pappy Twelve right there." If you want to These, listen, to- <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. When I finish my bottle of of Pappy, put Stone Hammer. <laughs> we're gonna give it to bastard. people. And people will be like, "Oh my god, this is so good! This is the best." Uh, if you want to. Hear me drink bourbon and get my expertise advice. I ask you to go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. Get you a free month. Maybe switch that over to your whole audio platform. Who's to say? Do what you want to do. It's free. Supports us. Gives you a little something to listen to for at least a month. February's over, so every month's longer than February. Bargain. That's right. Um, <laughs> right off the tilt, this does have like a sweet smell to it. Yeah, that like, I don't know, red wine. Smell. The one thing about eighty proof bourbon, and I don't know how old it is. Um, um does it say? I thought Basil Hayden was like seven years. Maybe I saw a ten year Basil Hayden, which I went back to buy and it was gone. Pissed me off a little bit. It was like in a gray bottle, I think. Not too sure. This is like a red bottle, I believe. Yeah, they don't say it's like yeah, like a burgundy. It looks like wine. But you don't get the one. So two two different types of bourbon that really that will impress me is the the soft but firm eighty proof versions, uh-huh. and then the oaky ones. You know the double oaked, the devil's cut. You know all that stuff. I'm in for like the the oakier, the smokier, the better. Which you you're not a fan of that, right? No. Just goes to show why I'm literally superior in every every shape and form. You are. 
But yeah, it's super sweet on the nose, man. Like, I, and my mouth's watering. And it's a good thing because we're recording early. The last time, I don't know if I told the story, the last time we recorded early, I was drunk by 5 p.m. The last episode, it was actually yeah. the last episode. I was drunk by the end of it. Yeah, because we recorded on a, was it a week? It was like a Wednesday. A weekend. No, it was like a Wednesday. Oh, okay. And I, I went upstairs and my daughter would text Abby. She said, come get your husband. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that very often, guys. I don't. Yeah. It's not a, but when the mood hits you. Your daughter has to watch you. She's got she's to rein me in. All right. Look at that. If you're looking at watching on YouTube, you can see it's light, not a dark bourbon. Yeah, it does look pretty light. This is my what? This is my Knob Creek. Uh, maybe it is. Yeah, my Knob Creek glass. All right, here we go. This is Basil Hayden Red Wine Cask Finished 80 Proof Bourbon, courtesy of David and mine's uncle, Mike Tabor. It, no, nope. <laughs> not a fan. Nope. Do you get that like oaky? Nope. I get these from... weird. I get these weird tastes, man. Almost like, like, like not like, like, like a, wine? No, it's like a chemically taste. Oh, hmm. I have to, I have to text Mike and see what he thinks of it, but it ain't my jam. Let's see, it says the taste is sweet ambrosia. Did you get sweet ambrosia? I can't even spell ambrosia. What the? What is ambrosia? <laughs> With complex levels of charred oak. Well, there's some complexity going on there because I can't figure out what's making it taste like ass. Ambrosia is wine. No, wine's wine. What's ambrosia? It's a type of wine. What type of wine? Ambrosia. Ambrosia grapes? I, don't, I mean, what are we talking about here? Uh, I guess. Yeah. All right, let me hit it one more Mar- time. This is... Oh, my phone rang. Sorry. What does it say? Uh, it says, yeah. Is ambrosia a drink? All natural Italian herbal liqueur that leans more bittersweet. I guess it's not wine. Anyway. I thought I had my... Um... I thought I had uh, the Legion. I was going to do a comparison. All right, let's finish this off. Finish up here. This, uh, I saw a review. It says that this would be, make a really good Manhattan. Why would it make a good Manhattan? I don't know. What's in a Manhattan? Is that when you put a cherry in? Yeah. Manhattan is, uh, is, I think has vermouth. Like it's, it's a salt. Listen, it, it doesn't taste horrible. But it's just yeah. got these weird, it's just hitting me weird. Two ounces rye, one ounce sweet vermouth, two dashes Angostura bitters, garnish with a brandied cherry. Yeah, so yeah no, usually yeah. you like you get like a rye, rye whiskey with the Manhattan, but you can do bourbon with it too. It's got, so it's not strong. I mean, a couple more of these and it wouldn't bother me at all. It'd be taste great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just got these weird, it's this weird mix is like it sits on the back of your tongue like heavy and not my jam bro hmm. not my jam but i truly appreciate mike for hooking yeah. us up and um 
it looks like this bottle goes from between sixty and seventy-five dollars. So, mm. based on taste and price, that's it's a it's a one point seven five bottles. <laughs> it sounds like it's like a specific thing though, too. Like if you're into if the, you if you're into, that into wine taste. or you're into, oh, I, I don't um, know. Is it supposed to taste like wine? I don't know. It's supposed to taste like ambrosia. And we still haven't figured out what ambrosia is. I told you it's a look. It's a herbal liqueur. Herbal. Yeah. And so yeah, so I had. <sighs> I think it's a good way for like people that okay, I want to try. I want to like bourbon, but I know I like wine. Okay, maybe I'll try this wine cask finish one bourbon. Maybe maybe wine. the bourbon's too overwhelming, and I want some notes that that are familiar. Yeah. I think you're probably right on that. Like I had this wine that was uh, a red wine, and I, I don't necessarily love red wine, but I'll drink it. Red, but it was a bourbon barrel aged red wine, and it was really good. But do you feel it tastes like wine? But it was uh, like, get that, like why don't we have bourbon barrel coffee? They do have that. See, I mean, what <laughs> bourbon barrel Kool Aid? <laughs> I mean, what's the deal? Yeah. What it's such a it's it's so overwhelming right now. The crossover. Not even just the exploitation of bourbon for profit. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit. I think it's just one of those like there's like trending flavors or trending terms and food. Bourbon is bourbon. Bourbon's not gonna go well with much of anything. Like oh like what what bourbon um what can we ma- what can we pair what bourbon with? goes well with the fillet of fish yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes what bourbon goes well with the fillet of fish I'll find out for you <laughs> yeah let's figure that out all right how many fillet fillet of fishes could you eat in one sitting two. How many? I don't. I don't. It's a, they're okay. I don't love. How them. many McDonald's cheeseburgers could you finish off in one sitting? Like the sing, the regular cheeseburgers, like a just a, a cheese just a regular cheeseburger, yeah, with a really thin like yeah, burger. just a just a regular dollar like, nineteen cheeseburger. It's like the size of a uh, like it fits it's in like your the palm, thickness yeah. of a sheet of paper. Yeah, I mean that's basically a White Castle slider at this point. So. It's a little bigger than that, but I could probably do fifteen. Wow, fifteen. Yeah. Okay. In comparison, if I didn't eat anything how else many all day. just regular Taco Bell tacos could you consume? Probably a dozen. Okay. Side note: There's, Is there a time limit or like? No, no time limit. Just in one sitting. Yeah. My son was asked. Uh, he was at school and somebody brought in some Taco Bell and they're like, "Do you like Taco Bell?" And then he's like, "Yeah." And they said, "What do you get from Taco Bell?" And his response was. Diarrhea. <laughs> One, the, the little bastard has never had Taco Bell in his life. And two, where did he get that from? <laughs> Who's to say? Because it doesn't give me diarrhea. That's a good I've joke. Never, yeah, uh, that's that's legit. That's the truth. Like that's we were told. This is what Harlan said today, and I was like, "Man, you little bastard." Yeah. Hey, we need a babysitter, well, dog. You, I got to drink some beer for Gary. about a month and a half. You got yeah. a recharge month on deck? Or, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> right. what, dude, you're in some kind of progressive matrix of dream job. Me? Yeah. You, yeah, you. Uh, we got Quiet Thursday, uh, Flip Flop <laughs> Friday. 
uh, Blackout Tuesdays. Yeah, those are all real. <laughs> I just made all that up, but you know what I'm <laughs> like. Flip, 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 flop, flip, flop Friday sounds pretty good. Though. I'm going to institute that. I, I've not wore a pair of flip flops in 20 years. Well, you're going to wear some to Cedar Point. And get them to fly off when we're on going upside down. <laughs> Listen, <rapper>. I went, <clears throat> I did a deep dive, and we were going to document our trip to Cedar Point. Yeah. But I did a deep dive. I almost had a panic attack watching some of these rides. Like what? Um, Valraven? No. Uh, what's the one? What's the one you talked about? Oh, uh, the, uh, the, um, the, uh, Steel Vengeance. Steel Vengeance. Yep. Yeah. It, because it goes like inside of itself. And it, it looks like it looks like somebody put it together with toothpicks. Yeah. And I'm like Well, it's an old oh. wooden roller coaster and they repurposed yeah. it and like rebuild I think they just they were like, Oh, this part's falling down. Let's let's rebuild that with steel. So yeah. it's a hybrid coaster, steel and wood. Um still my favorite other than Millennium well, R.I.P. Uh, top throw dragster, but my favorite ride there is Raptor. Millennium Force is a close second, but Raptor is is pretty legit. Okay. Do you feel um, after you've ridden a roller coaster that it takes that one? It, t- it takes the fear out of it a little bit for me, at least. It takes the fear out of it, yeah. and then you like the second ride's the one that you enjoy. The yeah. first one's like I get it out of the way. I I'm I know I'm not gonna die. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then the second one's you like you figure out where the camera's at. You know, you're throwing up peace signs. Like what's up? You know, what you're going <laughs> yeah. through. There's other there are some rides that like depending on where you sit you can have a different experience. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, uh, we're, also, we're dropping our first uh, theme park podcast next week, so yeah, tune in. To that. We it's talk about be... theme parks, I think, every week. But anyway, I'm gonna drink some beer, Gary. Yes. Um. So I did not have a beer for this week, and I went out on Tuesday. Went to my local street side brewery, and Streetside. they released. And this is not the style of beer that I expect from them at all. But they collaborated with a, a brewery up in Buffalo called Thin Man, which oh, makes me want Thin Mints. I thought it was going to be Demar Hanlon's Thin Man Brewery Juice. Yeah, no, it's called Na Dravi. It's which means it's. I looked it up as uh, Czechoslovakian for cheers. That's very well known. In That's the what Czech you say, community. yeah. Uh, but it, this is a Czech dark lager. You know, I know I love my dark lagers. You, and I had this. You've been saying lagers been coming back. I don't I know if that's true. I was the first true. person on Untapped to check this in. So me and this beer have a connection now. That will never go away. World's but uh, yeah, they they did a collab with uh with Thin Man, a Czech dark lager. It's delicious. So I'll read the. I'm going to drink it, and then I'll read the description to you. So show it to me. Oh, that is dark as a mofo. Just as good as when I had it on, on draft. So I also, had it on draft. If you're not, if you're not watching this on YouTube, David's glass is filled to the brim. Like <laughs> he's got to put his head up to it because it's about to spill over. I gotta like lean over. I can't you need even a straw. Lift it. Yeah, that's one thing I've never done is drink beer out of a straw. I did drink wine out of a straw one time, but uh, I can have a pouch. No, is there um, Capri Suns or is there like they wine have something esque? like that? Yeah. But I was at a, um, I don't know, like some theater that like normally didn't have, like you couldn't take alcohol, but it was a concert and they put it in a cup with a lid and, and there was a straw and I, the only thing they had was wine. So I had to drink it out of a straw. 
Anyway, um, this is uh, even though it's dark, it's it's pretty light on the palate. Got a little bit of that like maltiness, not as like roasty as a as a Schwartz beer. Um, a little more on the crisp side since it's a Czech dark lager. Um, but uh, yeah, so it says Na Stravi, which is how would you say that's uh, spelled, Gary? N a s t r a v i e. Close. N a space z d r a v i. I had to look up the pronunciation, which I think I got it right. If we have any Czech fans, let us know if, we're, if I'm saying that right. But uh, it's the newest collaboration with the Thin Man Brewery in Buffalo. is a Czech dark lager. Beautiful in the glass, rich on the palate, yet so easy to drink in quantity. Full-bodied, roasty, and delicious. This beer's everything you need, no matter what type of mood you're in. Rich malts caress your palate, all while Czech sauce brings the beer together. This beautiful representation of a lesser-known style is exactly how we wanted to celebrate this friendship with our Buffle Bros. Buffle. It's 4.7%. And I bought this on Tuesday, which was February 21st, right? And they literally... Fat Tuesday. Yeah, Fat Tuesday. And I get the can home, and I look at it, and it says canned on 2-21-23. Literally bought this on the day it was canned. So... Um, and I cracked it open. So this is, and you were the first reviewer on untapped. Yeah. So very good beer. Your picture should be on the next, next. I know it's got a cool can too. It has like a, like skeletons on it. And then like a check flag, um, very like dark can, cool looking can. Um, but yeah, not what you would normally expect from street side. They do a lot of like New England IPAs, pastry stouts, uh, breakfast stouts. They still had our beer on. Well, they had they had our our the barrel aged version of uh, socially influenced on. I like it. Yeah, it's like thirteen percent though, so I I couldn't pull the trigger on that on a Tuesday night. <laughs> Why? It's recharge week, baby. I know, but I still had to. I don't know. I wanted more than one. That would have been a one one hitter quitter. That would have been like drinking a four loco and then going into an eighteen and up club with some strobe lights. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Between us, between me, you and the millions of listeners. I don't like to run. Are you retired? No. No, 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 no. My (laughs) hatred of running is fueling me to run. Um, between you and a fellow by the name of, uh, that's pretty much how I've run Matt. Yeah. Chandler. He's training for a half marathon. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I feel like I want to, because I'm gonna, I don't know, man. You should start with a 5k. <laughs> you just go, go all, go for like, go for the whole kitten caboodle. A couple of things have played into this. <clears throat> One is my pride because I realized <laughs> yeah. And I'm not apologizing for this, so don't take this any other way. I'm not apologizing for all the shit I've given you over the last ten years for running. Yeah. Um. And then when I when I when the inspiration hit me in my manic set, like all in motivated, I downloaded a free trial of this running app, and then I forgot to. <clears throat> 
cancel it. I forgot it. to cancel it. So uh, now I've paid for this running app, and I feel like in it every day it hits me up like, hey, today this is what we're running. Today's today. the day. This is what we're running. And I'm like, what the? What's the app? Ten k runner. Hold on, I'll tell you. Oh. I'll know you're a legit runner when you get your own like running watch. When you have a Garmin Apple watch. Apple watch. I guess yeah, Apple watch. Apple watch kind of it doesn't track as well with like the GPS on it isn't very good. Like my well, Garmin most, is down to most, like the uh, hundred. Like it, it's legit. My running has been indoors mostly so far. Yeah. But the weather's banging, bro. I know. This is like the best time to go outside. I say 40 to four, like, uh, well, maybe for you, like 38 to 62 is the best running weather. Well, all right. So talk to us about uh, one of the country's best craft beer brewers. Getting yeah, the... I just saw they there was this was like a review of this bourbon, but I just saw um, it's pretty cool that the you know crossover. I feel like we've talked bourbon. about this before. The name rings a bell. We talked about Penhook. They did another collaboration. This is their second one, collaboration series two. Uh, but they did a uh, a collaboration with the owner slash brewmaster of Brooklyn Brewery, Garrett Oliver. Um, what up, Garrett? Which is one of the OGs of craft beer. They've been around since 1987. Same. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was cool that they did a, a collaboration. So Penhook, uh, which when you did, when you got Penelope, I thought it was, I asked if it was Penhook because most of theirs have horses on them. This one doesn't. And I asked if it was the horse one. But, but the both bottle looks very, very yeah. similar. Both sourced from uh, MGP, and this says Castle and Key as well mm-hmm. in Kentucky. You down um, MGP? Yeah, yeah you with, know me. Uh, label with fetching label designs featuring horses. So the first one was uh, launched in 2021, or the collaboration with Maison Noir winemaker Andre Mack. That was a ten-year-old bourbon sourced from Wyoming whiskey. This one said that uh, Garrett Oliver was deeply involved in the blending process of 20 barrels of whiskey selected by Joseph's that were brought to Brooklyn from Texas Distillery, still Austin. Uh, So he says that blending process was very familiar because I've been blending barrel-aged beers for many years. My goal is to create an expression that was complex, interesting throughout, and delicious, but not obvious. I think we did that. This bourbon goes great on its own, but also makes it great and awesome old-fashioned. So the reviewer thought this was a nine, gave it a 97 out of a hundred. That's is, very generous. Yeah. And it says, uh, his rating scale is a hundred is worth trading your firstborn for 95 to 99 in the Pantheon, a trophy for the cabinet. And this is a 97. Oh, so, bro. I'm of the, like, I'm, I'm like the day Portnoy, right? Like once you give something that top tier. Yeah. Like it's got to hold up. It's got to be, you know what I mean? Like, it has to be worthy of what he just said. But yeah, you can't just give that right. out frivolously. Friv- say it. Frivolously. <laughs> frivolously. Frivolously. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like it's pretty legit. And I think that the the thing, too, is, like, it's not just from some, 
random collaborator. It's a person who has experience, a lot of experience in yeah. blending and, and, and knowing what, knowing what like a mixology you know, the person clearly has a good, a really good palette. So, and Do you Garrett think Oliver is not only bartender. The, me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be a great bartender. I don't think you got the personality for it, but I do. I have a great personality. You do no, have a great, I, no, you do have is, a great person. I'm not shitting on your personality. No, I, I like you don't finding, seem as social as I do. Oh. And I don't think I I'd am. be a good because I would get frustrated too quick. I think you do have more patience than I do. <laughs> I would I feel like I would like I know enough about specifically beer and maybe bourbon, definitely not wine, but I feel like I would know the right questions to ask to help a person find. Yeah, but the what if there's a group of chicks that want to say we want make us your best lemon drop then you make that or you say hey here's like if you like lemon drops you clearly like sweet beers that are fruity that are sweet drinks that are fruity here's a beer for for you so let me get you a picture of this uh yeah this beer high life (laughs) Um, i think that's the thing too is like even with you like i've I've learned you, a lot about you, like, your taste. And you found... do. I will say you, you know what, like you're generally spot on when you say, I think you'll like this. Yeah. And I like, as to long learn as it has very, about... very subtle hops and <laughs> something that comes over the top that makes it not taste like beer. That's what I'm into. Yeah. And I, I feel like a, there's a lot of people that I know and like people's t- taste change too. Like, but I, I like internalize that and remember it. And I'm like, Oh, I know that you like, this here's a beer that you would you would like that style because i know a lot about styles and and the type of beer and like even different hops like um like you know hops that are going to be more floral versus fruity versus like grass that's because you're thoughtful i i'm not as thoughtful as you i am pretty thoughtful you are i'm better looking you're more thoughtful (laughs) we're the perfect pair yeah we should get married we should. I told you we're going to stay in the uh in, in the uh what's it called the fantasy suite at uh Old Forester. No, sleep easy. <laughs> Sorry, fantasy, fantasy suite was was a little <laughs> you that was a, a forty slip right there. <laughs> that's a different uh, show. <laughs> what's cheer wine? You, you never had che- you never heard of cheer wine? Cheer wine is like in the south. It's basically well more so i used to have it in virginia all the time but i think it's from north carolina so it's, it's basically the iconic of, north carolina yeah. based soft drink company that's partnered with uh the tar hill state favorite noda noda brewing noda brewing to create yeah. north carolina drink that you can imagine per wcnc i don't know what that is Cheerwine ale i think they're trying to steal from l8 uh, will be a wheat ale infused with the soda signature cherry flavor and have a 5.2% ABV. It'll be available to be purchased in stores near you. According to the vice president, Joy Ritchie Harper, Cheerwine is a perfect pairing for many foods and beverages because of its unique cherry flavor complements so many different tastes. Unpopular yeah. opinion, which I'm full of. I'm, I'm not, I don't hate cherry flavored stuff, but it's not my like go-to. No. And Cheerwine is definitely, like I said, I didn't, I thought it was from Virginia because when I, I lived in Virginia for a year and Cheerwine is everywhere there. But it's like a cherry, like soda pop, whatever you call it. Hmm. A regional. It's like the A8 of North Carolina and Virginia, apparently. I like it. 
And now they have I a like now they have a beer. What did you say it was five point two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I love the. Uh, did you see the packaging for it? The the packaging is awesome. It's got like the little truck. Pretty cool. Old timey truck with the the bottles of cheer wine in the back. I do say, and one of the things that um, always I'm like, oh, that's a little close to the line, but like something that is known as like a non-alcoholic drink like this, like cheer wine. And then they come out with a, an alcoholic, you know, a, adult version of it. Um, it surprises me that did it. They don't have like these huge disclaimers where it's like 21 plus, like this is, this contains out. It's like very subtle. So again, are they marketing to children? Who's to say, uh, I'm gonna give you a little preview for our next story. Yeah. Uh, and this is this is somebody we've talked about before. Uh, yeah. Oh, strumming it, baby. That sound. Oh, band. Like, that's the sound that I, that I incorporate with this band. I like SoCal. 90s oh, yeah. uh like them and sublime yeah that band this i i was like i was probably in high school when this came out i know i was in high school so they they the longevity of 311 reggae rock they hold on what year do you think they formed 1993 1988 wow they they old like me also fun fact peanut the bassist follows us on twitter shout out peanut (laughs) hey i'm a i love you've seen him live right yeah I feel like that crowd, I don't know. I feel like that's a chill yet potentially wild crowd. No, it's just very chill. Very chill crowd. I've seen them. I've seen Sublime with Rome multiple times. Sublime was a little bit, the original Sublime was a little bit before my time, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And then like, both these are like mid, late 90s. Yeah. Core memories for me. Yeah, they they've been around for a while. Yeah. They have uh, thirteen and studio. They're albums. in the they're in the beer game. Yes, they released uh, a new IPA in collaboration with El Segundo Brewing Company, which this brewery is very smart. I don't know if you've seen the Stone Cold Steve Austin Broken Skull. Is this who does IPA? It? It's the same people, and they've gotten so much notoriety and growth from that like they're from i think they're from california and they now are like basically nationwide based on the growth of that one beer then they released a lager as well so nice i like it i'm, I'm down it's brewed with simcoe mosaic and chinook hops for a subtly sweet and brilliantly clear final product with notes of tropical flavors and lingering bitterness 311 worked closely with El Segundo Brewing Company to create a brew as unique and mesmerizing as the band themselves. It's legit. If I see it, I'm going to buy it, and we I'll have it on the show. 
I did not know that they were from Omaha, Nebraska, which is hilarious. It's kind of weird. That's like knowing <laughs> Slipknot's from uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. They've done, Peanut has like collaborated with other, like he's done multiple different beer collaborations before. So it's cool that like the band themselves have now done a full scale. All right. We're starting a band, right? This is hypothetically. Yeah. What instrument do you play? Uh, Triangle. <laughs> I feel like I would play the, the, the keys. Yeah. Just also we, we're gonna be one of those kind of bands. Yeah. I mean you gotta have keys and I could be lead singer and, and keyboard like Brandon. Billy Flowers. Joe. You are you think you're Billy Joe. Is that yeah, like, what you I'm think? a more Elton of a John. Brandon Flowers. Like I would be the dude who would like play the keyboard and then run across the stage, but the keyboard's still playing. <laughs> like the we gotta have a backup keyboardist, is what I'm saying. So you're Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Okay. I would not play the piano. I'd play the keyboard. It's different. It's a different vibe. <laughs> we, we're not established <laughs> enough to be buying pianos to go take on tour. <laughs> yeah. I, I need like a Casio that I can carry with me. That, that what would you, you play? Can... You'd be the drummer. I'd be the drummer, yeah. I think I'd We'd be, be a keyboard and drummer. Keyboard and drums. No guitar. And then we get Adam. Guitar. Lead guitar. <clears throat> yeah. And, and backup uh, vocals to me. Yeah. Backup vocals to you. And we could have... Uh, Jeff also played. We have two drummers. He could play like the bongo. You could play the bongos. I don't know. I could be like clown from Slipknot. He just he plays. I don't know what he plays. He's a. <laughs> it says he's percussion. He's not playing like a traditional drum set. He's playing drums, but I don't know what they are. <laughs> yeah. Right. Have you watched well, the? Uh, I do want to say. Have you watched the? Uh, I mean, you probably lived through it, but the Woodstock '99. Uh, they have like dueling documentaries now on Netflix and HBO. My, I want to say, I can't remember if it's my mom or dad. Connie, you had to back me up on this. But Pepsi came out with like a commemorative can and we had a can, the Woodstock 99 can forever. Really? I bet she like, still has Like it's it. going to be, I don't know. <laughs> it's worth money know. now. Uh, Yeah, I remember the whole thing. I mean, it was live on MTV most of the time, you know, like got to see the craziness that ensued but it's funny that they thought that um you know because the original woodstock was peace and love and they're like yeah we're gonna try to recreate this but but during the height of leading it off (laughs) during the height of like new metal (laughs) yeah limbiscuit and corn yeah uh for sure uh kid rock played in the afternoon on one of the days you and that that sold out the whole state of new york yeah kid rock and then uh Foo Fighters were supposed to be there. I didn't know this, but they, like, they were advertised on the show. But they um, were recording their second album, and their the original drummer had just left. And then, like, the day of Woodstock, Taylor Hawkins joined Foo Fighters. R.I.P. And he died. Yeah, I mean this. At he Woodstock. died. Yeah, <laughs> and then they got they brought in. He Taylor was a Hawkins hologram too. the whole time. They brought in Taylor Hawkins too, the body double. <laughs> Do you think that there's ever been in like body doubles? And there's like so there's I mean, I feel like we could do we should do a conspiracy theory show of like one I'm, that I'm we not I don't in. buy into conspiracy theories. Once I've, there have to be some that you believe in. Like No. Some people say Paul McCartney died in nineteen sixty six and that his the current Paul McCartney's a doppelganger. How about that one? No. 
Um, and even if he was, yeah, even if he was, I mean, that new Paul McCartney's pretty talented. He's pretty he good. Be... <laughs> He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's, what to do? Conspiracy know. theories that that we that are believable because some of them are great. Like I don't know. COVID was fake. Yeah, or in a lab. Yeah, like your senator believes. I mean, uh, you listen. I'm not saying that uh, he's the smartest man, or he's, he's not even a he's, real doctor. <laughs> I am saying he's the dumbest man. Isn't he a podiatrist? No, he's an ophthalmologist. Oh yeah. And so this is his, his neighbor punched, beat the crap out of him, right? <laughs> whooped him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Now I I think I would have I would have leaned towards voting for his dad for president a couple times. He's but mm, yeah. Oh Ron RP. We got into a politics discussion at work. I'm like, it's odd. No good people are in politics. Right? No good people talk about politics. It's just it's awful. Yeah. Get your news from memes. And the Beers and Beards uh, podcast. And the Beers and Beards podcast. We'll tell you what you need to know, okay? <laughs> That's right. That What David drank actually wasn't beer. That was water from New Palestine, Ohio. Right. <laughs> and he's showing you that it's safe. We're going to do, like we used to do on Bourbon Notes, top five conspiracy theories. I'd say moon landing was faked. That's that's a, that's solid a good one. one. Bigfoot's yeah. real. I just is don't want to like. Conspiracy theory? Bigfoot is real. That's it is real. Oh yeah, not Israel. Israel, Bigfoot lives in Israel. That's a conspiracy <laughs> theory. There's no snow in Israel. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just don't want to like do too much research because I don't want to get put on any list for like you've been researching. You googled Donald Trump p tapes. Why? <laughs> I don't think that's a conspiracy. <laughs> Hey, Tom Arnold tried to find him and he couldn't. So oh, wow. if any, if there was ever an investigative journalist that should have found <laughs> Donald Trump's P tapes, it was Tom Arnold. Can you believe he was married to Roseanne? Yeah. That's, but yeah. Yeah. Her and, and Tim she, Allen he are like, about to come out with a new show. Are they dating? I don't think so. Oh. Tim Ar- Tom. Tom Arnold like admitted that he like rode Roseanne's coattails for years. He was like, "Yeah, I just like she was a breadwinner, and I just you know would do like you know club shows or whatever, and try to be a comedian." And then, yeah. Anyway, this is uh, yeah. So we're gonna be uh, doing conspiracy theories. Um, conspiracy theories. Top five uh, B list movies. And we're going to rank the top 200 roller coasters in the world. Yeah, All top. coming up. On we're going to do next. a countdown each week, starting with number 200, one per week. What would you yeah. say? Well, yeah. What? I was going to say, like, how many? I've probably ridden triple digits of roller coasters in my life. <sighs> triple digits? I'm probably not that high. I'm probably in the 50s or 60s. Okay. Because I've ridden. Everything that they have at Cedar Point, except for one, which is the newest one. And they have like 19 roller coasters. Mm -hmm. But I've been to like probably 15 or 16 different theme parks. So, see, I've not. I've kind of. You say like 20 at 
at Cedar Point, basically, including I think they have one. Like, there's also they had one Mantis, which used to be a stand-up roller coaster, and then they redid it, and now it's called Rougarou, and it's not stand-up, but it's the same track. Do you count that as two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I'm definitely in triple digits. That's what I'm talking about. <clears throat> so our new theme park, po- po- theme park podcast drop. Listen, I'm. <laughs> if we took this serious, and this is just for me and David, yeah. so y'all can turn this off if you want to, but this is just us talking to each other. If we took this serious, we could be a whole podcast studio. We'd have a whole, every day of the week, release a different podcast. Yeah, we could have a network. Mm-hmm. We could play yeah. characters. We could interview people. That's one thing we we don't do is interview people. Yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna change that. And I'm gonna interview week. you next week. A couple months. Yeah. Do you want me to come on as like a as a character? That would be funny. Like you Can interview you me, but I come on as a character. I come on as uh, Jeremy Pender, Mr. Peanut. Yeah. <laughs> no, I come on as. Uh, Gareth Dave Davis. <laughs> you guys let your hair grow out a little bit first. <laughs> All right. That, that wraps it up for this week. Yeah. You guys are amazing. We love you again. Check us out on social media. Check out the website. Check out all the links to everything is in the show notes. Um, I'll give you David's phone number if you need to discuss anything further. Mm-hmm. That we're that accessible. We're just we're just like that. Yep. If you got any good TikTok recommendations or new shows on Hulu, let us know. Any videos about how to use TikTok that are not TikToks? Because mm-hmm. I don't. I need to. If they're if preferably if they're on Rumble. <laughs> yeah. We love you. Stay locked in. We'll be back next week. Unless it's another recharge week. I don't know. David, David's in a, a, yeah, a, I'm in a constant state of flux. So yeah. uh, we appreciate you. Until then, we bid you farewell.